Welcome back everyone to a brand new episode of Satch Talks. Um, it's been a while, but I'm fully aware of that because of the international break. Um, we're going to get into that today. I'm going to be discussing uh, the certain City players that were featured in the international break. Um, and I'm also going to be, the main uh, chunk of today's episode is going to be reviewing, I mean, I don't mean review, I mean building up and previewing uh, this Saturday's fixture against West Ham at the London Stadium. So with that said, um, I'm going to look into the international break and dissect it. Um, overall, I, I, I hate it when this comes around because it's just taken away from City. It's causing potential injuries. No, no f- football fans are really up for it. But... Um, Kyle Walker got his first England goal, which was a good thing to see. Um, but one thing I will be covering during this episode is uh, the significance of Phil Foden in that England team. But I think for for City, luckily, we've been very lucky so far, Touchwood. And I say this now on Thursday... Uh, 14th of September, no injuries as of yet through the international break and the international break's finished. So, um, well, actually, I say that we got Jack Grealish, who's, who already had an injury. So, um, as of that, I think we've got a fully fit squad. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't great for matches weren't that great either, you know, um, wasn't really anything to be excited for, so, uh, I watch, I watch both games though, I won't lie, um, it's just the type of style of football Gareth Southgate plays, it's not a very enjoyable watch on the eye, it's not what we're used to with City, where it's exciting and exhilarating, gets you on the edge of your seat, this, it, you can, you can fall asleep watching it, and it's so insulting to say that, because I'm fully aware of the fact that we've got the best players or some of the best players in the world in this squad, but he's not utilising these players to their full full potential. Like, in this style of play, you're not going to get the most out of them. It's just such a negative way of playing football. And whenever we play an opposition that is not better than us, but... On paper, we should beat. We beat them, but when we come up against an opposition like France or Spain or Italy, we quote unquote bottle it. You know, um, I don't want to go on to on on an England rant for too long, but I feel like it's necessary, seeing as it's just been the international uh, break. So, I think Southgate for me. At the time when he first came into England, he served his purpose, and obviously what he done was like great, but the 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 real asterisks and the real thing that sticks out is the Euros, um, back in two thousand twenty one when we lost against Italy, a bang average Italian side, and we lost because he wasn't forward thinking. And he wasn't willing to change. Um, that's clearly proven that he hasn't changed. Because he's still playing Harry Maguire. 
who, may I add, is not starting for Manchester United. Um, he's still playing Calvin Phillips, who hasn't started an, a Premier League game for City or Champions League game during the whole of last season. I don't think he will. Um, it's, it's just not very uh, promising, but somehow people are still rooting for us as favourites for the Euros. So, listen... You can say we're favourites as much as you like, but I just know that when it gets to the Euros itself, he'll still be choosing Harry Maguire as his centre-back. But as long as he's playing Phil Foden in that team and Johnny Stones and the Man City lads, we're sorted and we'll, we'll be covered. But yeah, just a very negative way of playing football. Um, I think quite a lot of the England supporters including myself, are getting fr- frustrated with it now because, it's like I said, we know the potential this squad has. We know how good these players are. We've got treble winners in this squad, Premier League winners, Champions League winners, Ballon d'Or nominees, future Ballon d'Or winners. And he's not using them to the fullest of their potential. It's like you've got five or six Man City players in this team and you've also got a Real Madrid player in this team who's absolutely lighting it up over at Bernabeu and you still aren't playing an exhilarating style of football. You know, like, I honestly don't get how he's lasted this long and to think that they they are going to stand a chance of capturing Pep Guardiola as a manager, it's just honestly laughable because I've seen a few things recently that England are going to be looking up, looking after Gareth Southgate leaves the job in the Euros um, to get Pep Guardiola. But why would he want to manage England when he's happy at City? And if he was going to take on an international job, it would be Spain, the team he loves, the country he loves. Um, but he don't want to sacrifice anything at City just yet. And he's even he's even hinted at possibly re-extending and extending this contract which would be huge if he does because people are already talking about when Pep leaves football will be back to normal uh, competition will be back football the Premier League will be back you know I'm going off topic but I I think it's all down to him obviously but if he if he decides to resign absolutely brilliant but if he did choose not to stay, I'd I'd say thank you so much. You gave us the best years we could possibly ask for. You gave us the time of our lives. You delivered us a treble. You gave us the hundred point season, domestic domestic quadruple, you know. All the the memories we've got from Pep um is truly something to just cherish. But going off of the England talk um news that transpired today which we already knew about but the club actually confirmed today or this evening shall I say not long ago that Kyle Walker will be re-extending to 2026 which again is another huge 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 signing for City I say signing because it is a signing because we're re-signing a player we're, 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 we're keeping him it, letting him go 
we would have noticed that massively because in these games so far this season, Kyle Walker has played an integral part, um, especially in that Sheffield United game when we uh, conceded a goal to make it one all. Kyle Walker was the driving factor and the contributing factor to getting the winner. Um, so you take someone like you take Kyle Walker out of his team, you notice the void. You notice that we'd be. I I don't like to throw around the word we'd be in trouble, but you definitely would notice the. The the, the you would definitely notice the fact that he's not there, so. It's huge that we've kept him, and especially Bernardo. Um, they're definitely going to come into use again like they did last season, um, and many before. But the mentality he's got, because I saw recently, he said, we've done the treble last season, and we've got off to a flying start. But what's to say we just can't run? Let's just try run away with it like we did a few years back and that, and get it wrapped up early. Like, to have someone in your team who thinks like that and is trying to goad everyone up to think like that as well, it is so emulating and it's so positive. So you want to keep that around the dressing room and you want, to, you want that to emulate and you want it to integrate with everyone else. So I'm very happy he stayed because I was getting worried about the situation if he would have left. But thankfully, Walker stays. Um, but yeah, looking ahead to sun to Saturday, West Ham. I personally think this could be a tricky game. Um, West Ham recently. I haven't been paying much attention to West Ham. I won't lie to them in it. But from what I can recall, they have been doing pretty pretty decent. They've signed a few new good players. Uh, I know they did sign Mohamed Kudus, which is a very good, a very very good signing. But I just couldn't understand how he was on the bench. Um, they've recently won a European Cup, you know, so they're they're, they're not a pushover. But I do, I do think they'll give us a good game. They always give us a good game, West Ham. But I do feel like we'll have enough. Um, so yeah, it's. I think. Especially the fact that it's our first game back. There's always the potential of could could we maybe let this one go? Because it's happened a few times where we've come back from international breaks and we haven't been that great. But it's Pep's first game back, which you've got to remember after having his operation. So he's not going to want to fall asleep at the wheel. And he's going to want to get the ball rolling because it's time to go now. Because we, we've got a 100% record in the Premier League. We want to maintain that. So, and what a better way to do it than to take three points at the London Stadium on Saturday. Which I think we will. Um, and touching on that, I think Phil Foden. Phil Foden definitely, definitely needs to start uh, this weekend. Because we've seen recently, so far this season and other seasons as well. But mostly like towards the back end of last season and most of last season when he did play because I know he was injured but how impactful he is and how how good he is because I know he gets compared a lot to Saka and Rashford but 
that in itself is just an insult. This kid is light years ahead of any of those players. Thing is, those players, I think Saka and Rashford, have already hit their ceiling. Foden, he's still got another five or six floors to go until he hits his ceiling. That's how, that's how good he is, you know. Um, and every game you watch him, you're like, how how does he do that? Like, he makes it look so easy and the the intelligence he has and how experienced he is for his age just tells you how much love and passion he has for not just the game, but the team. Because you can tell he loves City. He's been a City fan since he was a kid. So, yeah. Because it, it can be a bit annoying when you don't see him start. Because it, it's, it, it's disheartening because... He does work very hard and he is one of the best players at the minute in form. Um and I I don't I don't like throwing this about, but when Grealish has started um a handful of times, you're like, why aren't you starting Foden? Why aren't you not why are you not starting him over him? But I'm not one to criticize team selections, but I just hope he gets more starts this season. And I know most of it last season was purely down to injury, which can't be helped. It cannot be helped at all, but we'll see. But going off of that, obviously, my last episode was reviewing Fulham at home. The inevitable Erlen Ireland. he got another hat-trick, he sealed a deal, and he's now on six Premier League goals. Can he look to make it another two to sip to completely carbon copy what he done last season at the London Stadium or can he even get a hat-trick which is what people are saying um, I think with how West Ham have been playing recently and how they decide to set up I think they will definitely try and cut the supply off at source to Haaland so trying to get through to players like Rodri and whoever we decide to play in midfield Rodri, Kovacic and normally they'll go for that style of play and cut cut the supply off from source but I think also knowing that you don't have De Bruyne and we're still producing good results and producing good football it's, it's like a huge confidence boost not just for the players but for supporters because a lot of people, and it, and it's completely acceptable to think like this, that because De Bruyne is injured, that things are going to go bad. Which is fine to think like that, because we've got such a good player, and he's so impactful, and he's done so much for us, that when he goes, you're like, oh, Christ, what are we going to do? But we have so many players that are like for like, and they prepare for situations like this so much, City, that is literally... I don't like saying it, but it's like it, nothing's changed, you know. Obviously, you can you can tell in situations because there's no one like Kevin De Bruyne. He is the man of that ship when he's on that pitch. There's no one else who can hold a candle to his name. Um, but I think we've looked very good considering we don't have one of our best players. Um, 
And I just hope it stays that way, as in I hope we don't get any more injuries. Um, and most importantly, I hope that he doesn't get rushed back, because that, that's something I don't want to see, because I think personally he was rushed back too early. For an injury he had, and to the extent he had, um, he should have just rested up more, because if he would have not started at the start of the season and just rested purely all the way through to maybe October, November time, we could have had him back fully fit and fresh, ready to kick on for the rest of the season. But I don't know if we'll have him back until December or January now. I'm seeing shouts it could be maybe October. But even to me, to the extent of his injury, that sounds way too early as well. So I just hope he's not being rushed. I know we've got world-class doctors and physio teams who will assess it. But at the end of the day, it's all down to the player. And knowing what kind of player Kevin De Bruyne is, he's one who's hungry. You don't want to be on the sideline for too long. He wants to be in with the thick of it all, in the big games, the derbies, the Liverpool games, Chelsea. You know, he wants to be that guy to make the difference. So he'll be back soon, I hope. I really do hope because he has missed and you can tell when he's not there like because the players love him, the fans love him, the boss loves him. But there's no there's no no one like him. But um in regards to Saturday, uh I think it'll be it'll be Haaland, Haaland, Foden, uh Jeremy Doku. Uh I think Doku will definitely start because he was very promising against Fulham and I think Pet will be a bit interested into seeing how he can play against West Ham, give him that opportunity. And midfield-wise, I either think we could see Mateus Nunes come in, which would be interesting to see. Kovacic keeps his place, obviously, uh, and then Rodri, I think. Um, but then this can change. You could have Bernardo in there. Then uh, obviously the back four, it picks itself. But no John Stones at the minute, which would have been my choice. But I think the centre-back partnership will be... It's it's hard to, it's hard to say now because we've got so, so many good defenders. Um, we've got Akanji, we've got Ake, we got Stones, we got Diaz, you know? But I do think Saturday, knowing how West Ham play, it'll probably go for Diaz and Josco and then Walker and Ake as, as like full backs so um, and then Edison in goal but I think we'll win I think we'll get the result I'm going for a I'm going for 3-0 I know that's very ambitious considering it's a it's away it's at West Ham it's at the London Stadium it's a tough place to go to it's relentless for crowd or on you um, but I think we'll win we're in a good we're in good form at the minute there's no reason not for for me to back them 3-0. I haven't seen anything that would make me not think that we could turn up to London Stadium and win. Um, you know, I, I do think that it is a good evaluation. Um, but yeah, but that's not to say that I don't think they could score because I do think they can. You know, it's like when we played them at the end of the 20... Uh, twenty one, twenty two season, um, when, uh, no, for twenty two. Twenty one, twenty two season, when, 
we we it was one of the last games of the season and we drew two all. And that was because West Ham ended up scoring two in the in the first half. So they're capable of doing it and they know what to do and they know how to punish us in the right places. Um but it's just it's just now that we got Pep back, he's gonna be he, he's obviously been spending a lot of time whilst he's been injured of I I'd presume anyway setting up for this game and if anybody can prepare for a game it's Pep and he would have had his team selection sorted and he would have had all these different tactics and implementations ready for Saturday so we'll see how it goes but I'm going for a 3-0 but like I said it can change because West Ham are a good team I ain't knocking them they always give us a good game but I think City will have too much because we're in a good vein we're in good form and I don't think I, I I've seen anything like I said to make me think anything different. And then obviously we've got the Champions League game on Tuesday against Red Star Belgrade, which again I think we'll win. So yeah, at the minute it's all good. But I haven't been doing any any YouTube videos recently. Um, I know, but it's just because I haven't had really much time to do it. But I will be doing them again very soon. Uh. And yeah, more podcasts are going to be coming. I know this one hasn't been very long. It's been short and brief, but it's better than no podcast at all. I am still doing it. I haven't quit. The podcast is still happening. Um, I did want to talk about it a lot longer today and go more in depth, but I feel like this is the right time uh, that I've done today just to cover it all briefly and give my thoughts and opinions. But yeah, let me know what you think. Please be sure to leave a five-star rating review. And if you are going on Saturday, please do enjoy. I have an absolutely cracking time. And yeah, MCFC, okay.